Oscar, where's 1049 Park Avenue? This is 1049 Park Avenue! Can two divorced men share an apartment without driving each other crazy? Welcome to 1049 Park Avenue, an odd couple podcast. Ted Linhart, Garrett Eisler, here to discuss season four, episode three, The Odd Decathlon, which aired September 28th, 1973, and is available on Paramount Plus to watch. Garrett, who brought us this episode? So this is a Jack Winter special. Uh, Jack Winter also gave us Pen is Mightier Than the Pencil, classic. Um, he is uh, one of those writers that Gary Marshall brought in from from the old days, Dick Van Dyke, etc. He even wrote for the Monkees, interestingly, and uh, got sort of went down a rabbit hole reading about him. He's kind of I, he's kind of interesting life because he kind of was inactive. He only wrote he wrote Laverne and Shirley, Happy Days, and after the eighties, his resume kind of runs out, and uh, then he lived until two thousand seven and kind of had a reputation as a strange guy and who worked on the side as a script doctor for many years, but uh, I was getting kind of interested in his obituary. So I recommend that to anyone who wants to find out more about this guy. Also that according to IMDb, he uh, was a Harvard classmate of Ted Kaczynski. Oh, wow. Not you, Ted, the other. I understand. Unabomber Ted. Yeah. Yeah. Or not Ted Bundy. Right. Not serial killer Ted. So this episode, like last week's, is a visual one, which makes it yeah. tougher to do a podcast. Unlike last week's, it's a good one. <laughs> I agree it's better than last week's. Uh, well, yes. Um, the uh, first scene takes place in the living room. There's no establishing shot, which I thought was interesting. First no, time in a long time. Yeah. No pan up to the San Remo. Oscar's sitting at his desk and he's typing. And Felix is doing something with coats in the closet. I couldn't exactly say what he was doing the moment we see him he's trying to you know, talk- i got the feeling did you get the feeling that we were kind of coming in the middle of a scene that had already started like there's something about the laughs and uh i felt like there was more dialogue to the beginning of the scene that was then was cut out when i was watching it i didn't think that but now that you mentioned it i could see how that could come across that way it kind of starts abruptly yeah felix is trying to talk to oscar Oscar's ignoring him. Felix says, Oscar, you promised to take your things to the dry cleaners today. Remember, Oscar continues to ignore Felix. And then Felix says, never mind, I'll do it. Oscar says they don't need it. Felix holds up Oscar's jacket and says, this doesn't need it. Oscar says, I only wore it once. Felix says, where, to bed? Then he holds up another jacket and says, looks as though it's too late for this little guy. Oscar says, Felix, they're mine. Felix says, we know that, but mine have to hang up next to them. Oscar says, I wish you wouldn't, I wish you would hang up next to them. Felix then picks up a red button-down shirt and says, poor baby, born a shirt, died a rat. Not dead, only wounded. I'll save your life, little shirt, he says <laughs> in that, that Felix voice when he talks to objects that can't talk. Like, like talking to a small child. Or the animals in the woods. Yeah, little squirrel. <laughs> Um, and then he is, you know, he enjoys his own little funny business there and says to Oscar, you're lucky you're room with a guy who makes you laugh. You know that? Oscar's not laughing. No, Oscar's very focused (laughs) on typing. He picks up another shirt and says, here's a good game. Try to find the original crease. And as he's looking for the crease, he finds an envelope in Oscar's shirt. And he says, Oscar, how can you do this to me? This is my health insurance payment. I gave this to you to mail over a month ago. Oscar says very casually, oh, I forgot. Leave it here. I'll mail it tomorrow. Felix says, it's too late now. My period of grace has expired. And he pulls out the paper that Oscar's typing on, his article. And Oscar screams, what? This finally gets his attention. Felix says, if I get sick now, I'm not insured. And then he honks. And it goes to credits. I, I find it not very believable that Felix would give this responsibility to Oscar. Hasn't Oscar messed this kind of thing up before? Yeah. Uh, Oscar's I life. believe Oscar with Felix's grave deposit. <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. Um, oh, also the IRS? Yes. Right. Wasn't yeah. the whole IRS that we just did? Is, the tax, not, 
Because uh, because Oscar filed them late. No. All right. Sorry. Well. we'll... No. No. Yeah. We'll wasn't. No. They they called Felix down because he got a notice from the IRS. That's, I the, see. Right, right. that's the honeymooners steal. Remember? Okay. Yes. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't about that. Um. But it, the IRS is another evidence that Oscar is not good with paperwork. So Felix should wouldn't should know this. not. Yeah. Wouldn't know implies we're commenting on the character the character's um, mistake. Should implies that the writers have done have you know have used a a a silly thing to set up the episode. Yes. Right. There are probably other ways to set this up besides Felix relying on Oscar to mail something, which is a little bit stretches credulity a little bit. Okay, so after the credits, we come back to this clip. feeling fine. A minute ago, I could afford to feel fine. I thought I was insured. What if I catch something now? Call the insurance company. They'll be sympathetic. Skyscrapers aren't built on sympathy, Buster. What are you talking about? Your insurance agent is your friend. Call him up. He'll help you. Oh, yeah, Ed Green. Yeah, he likes me. I'll call Ed Green. Guy loves me. Yeah. Mm. You call. Well, the guy doesn't love me. <laughs> You used the phone last. I don't want to catch a virus. <laughs> Why do I attack people who don't have coverage? Come on. <laughs> All right, stop hanging out. I feel better. Good old Ed Green. Sent me a calendar for Christmas. A naked lady falling off a ladder in her home. Hello, Ed Green, please. I see. Thank you. Start honking, he was fired. <laughs> oh, they'll cancel me for sure. They've been looking for an excuse to get rid of me for years. Oh, my. Fired Ed to get to me. <laughs> I don't blame you. You know, you once put in a claim because the barber took too much off the top. <laughs> he also nicked me. I was covered for that under my general liberation policy. Because you put in for more claims than the flying Wallenders. It doesn't bother you at all that I'm not covered, does it? This is all your fault. Let this be on your head. What happened to Bozo Unger? The guy who always made me laugh. Now it was my fault. I'll do something about it. I'll help you. You're not going to help by cleaning your desk. You're just raising more dust. Anyway, insurance agent, friend of mine, I'll call him to come right over. What company is he from? Lloyd's of Lubbock? <laughs> Racetrack crony of yours? Yeah, but he's legit. He insures all the jockeys in case they grow. <laughs> so a couple of guys named Lloyd got together and started this company. I don't see a New York office. You have an office here, right, Lloyd? Oh, sure, right here. Here in this building? No, no, here in this apartment. <laughs> I don't have an office office. Wherever I'm sitting at the time, that's my office. Cuts down on the overhead. Passes the savings on to you. I see. <laughs> Shall we talk insurance? Now, um, how much were you paying through your previous company? Two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars. Don't you have a piece of paper you can write on? Paper costs money, Mr. Arter. Money is overhead. Overhead is higher rates. That's why I can give you complete coverage for half of what you were paying. One hundred and fifty dollars. Sir, one hundred and fifty dollars is not half of two hundred dollars. He's right, Lloyd. Yes, sir. It's two hundred dollars. That's one hundred. A little error in arithmetic. <laughs> Complete coverage, Mr. Unger. One hundred dollars. It's great, Felix. Oh, come on, forget the style. At least you're insured. That's important. Just shake this hand, Mr. Unger, and you are insured as of now. Don't I have to sign any papers or anything? We trust you at Lloyd's. <laughs> Our motto, sir, is insurance by handshake. So give me your paw and $100 and we'll mail you a policy. But he'll be insured as of now, right? As soon as he shakes my hand. Oh, well, I have to clear it with the home office. Love it. No, in Buenos Aires. Argentina? <laughs> well, now, Argentina is just a mailing address we use for tax purposes. Oscar, please ask this gentleman to leave. This is a solid company, Mr. Unger. The military hunters behind us. That's it. All right. One little hand 
shake. Not business, just social. Goodbye, Mr. Lloyd. I think you lost him, Lloyd. Well, win some, lose some. I'll see you at the racetrack this afternoon. You're insured, I spoke. Those are funny scenes. The My favorite moment, which is a visual, so it needs to be described anyway, is when Lloyd and Oscar are doing the math. Yes, on the table. And they're writing. <laughs> fortunately, the green felt from the poker scenes is on the table at the time. Right, fortunately. Uh, so, and they're writing on that with, <laughs> I guess, a colored pencil or marker. It's hard to tell. Uh, and that's very funny. And, of course, that's also getting Felix riled up. Uh, right. And I like <laughs> But the best is when, Oscar, when first Lloyd does it. And then Oscar, when correcting him, yeah, takes right. the pencil and writes yeah, more yeah, on the yeah, tape. Yeah. Uh, I like the way Felix goes when when Lloyd talks about um, having an office in the apartment. Felix goes, "I see," because yeah. he knows this is a complete rip off. I um, I love this Lloyd guy. Do you have info? I on do. Him? I do. First of all, I want to point out Felix calls him Mister Lloyd in that clip, but it has been established earlier that oh. it's the first name of Lloyd. So I think that's a mistake. And I don't think that's a Felix Unger mistake. I think that's either a Tony Randall mistake or a script mistake. Well, I don't know. Maybe Oscar just calls him by his last name. No, no, no. He said three guys named Lloyd. I don't believe it's three guys. Oh, three last guys name. named Lloyd. I yeah, see. yeah. Okay, right, right. And, and he calls him Lloyd. He would not call him Lloyd if his last name was Lloyd. No, and Lloyd's of Lubbock. It's right. just a funny one. It's a funny it, one. It's clearly, it's not, his, he's not supposed to be Mr. Lloyd. Right. And it, it. so it's, it's a... It's, I think, so it's mistake. even more funny a uh, perversion of Lloyds of London that it's yes. not even <laughs> a Lloyd yes. family. It's right. three guys named Lloyd. Yeah. Oscar would not call him Lloyd if his last name was Lloyd. I think I already said that. I just want to say that again. So Felix calling him Mr. Lloyd is an error. So this is Cliff Norton. He did a lot of guest shots in the 50s through the 90s on a lot of comedies. That Girl, I Dream of Genie, Get Smart, Bewitched, Here's Lucy, Bob Newhart. This is one of two odd couple appearances, which I didn't realize instead of, until I was doing this. I do not recall his other odd couple. I would not have figured out had I not gone to look at it. In the episode where Felix steals the dog, uh, Silver, the wonder dog. This is coming up later. Later. Right. There's a scene where they're on trial for stealing the dog. Mm. Oscar has hired an attorney, and it is played by this actor who has almost no lines. And has the lines he said are just completely monotone because he's a lawyer. So it's a very, it's almost a bit player scene, completely not using this guy's wow. talent because he, he is very yeah. good here. He's hilarious. And he's, he's actually the only, isn't he like the only other supporting player in this, other than Murray in this episode, right? Uh, yes, I think that's correct. He's the, one, he's the guest star. Basically. He's the only other, yeah, he's the fourth person in the show, except for the, the extras in the gym. Yes. Yeah. Cool. I know we're getting to, yes. Um, Can I just say one of, one of the, another really funny thing he says is about, the military junta, junta yeah which is like one of the most political things i've heard <laughs> in all of the odd couple series to talk about the argentine military junta uh in the then they do reference military dictatorship when they get when they do the flashback episode when they're on vacation on the island that's coming uh, up okay oh, There's well, a, yeah. uh so after lloyd leaves oscar says he's the only insurance agent i know Felix says, you're not going to the racetrack with Lloyd or anybody anywhere else. But you're not going to the racetrack with Lloyd or anybody else. You're going with me. Oscar says, where? Felix says, my old insurance company. We're going to beg them to give me a physical and reinsure me. Oscar says, what do you need me for? Felix says, to make sure nothing happens to me on the way. A minor accident could wipe me out. I get struck by lightning, bitten by a dog, and get kicked by a horse. Mm -hmm. Oscar says, all right, I'll handcuff you. I'll send you by diplomatic pouch. Felix says, you owe me. Oscar says, okay, and heads to the door. And as he's heading to the door, he steps on Felix's foot. And Felix says, ow, see, I wasn't prepared for that accident. Oscar says, what accident? <laughs> now we have a new scene. Now a cab does pull up in front of the San Remo. Oscar is on the phone in his room. And we hear him talk about betting. He says, what are the scratches in the eighth? And then Felix comes in. You know who I saw in the waiting room after my examination? Who? Nobody. Where were you? I waited. I waited. What took you so long? They were late for me, boy. They poked and probed every orifice in my body. Different doctor for each orifice. Give me 20 to win on kidney stone. Even 
checked between my toes for athlete's foot. I'm in perfect health. My blood pressure is normal. Pulse rate is normal. Better than normal. I achieved perfection in pulse rate. <laughs> Nurse said I had the body of a 17-year-old. What are you looking for? Clean spot to stand. You don't seem very happy about passing, I'll tell you that. They raised my premium rates by twice as much. I have to pay $400 now. New rates. Because an old friend forgot to mail my check at the old rate. Does that ring a bell? Said, Dimmons, at least you're insured now. Did you get by a dog? It's all right. Not insured until I mail them the check. Never mind you. You're going out with your mail. Let's call me. There goes the last clean spot. <laughs> Hey, mail it for me, will you? What is it? 1965 tax return? <laughs> That's to my insurance company. Did you take out policy? No, it's a thank you note to them for sending you home safe. Insurance policy? Well, congratulations. I'm proud of you. Well, you scared me with all that talk. One accident could wipe out all my life savings. I figured I was down there. I'd take out some. You'll never regret it. $400. How much is your premium? Oh, you're empty. <laughs> What did you say? Two hundred dollars. Two hundred? Well, that's only half. I guess half. I have better orifices than you do. You have the body of a seventeen-year-old chicken. Wax those doctors are. I'm a better risk than you. Oh, come on, Phil. I'm an athlete. I play softball every Sunday. Softball? What is this compared to this? What is this? You're rocking a baby? What is that? Isometrics. Look. That's four softball games. That's four softball games. We have high-scoring games. Last week, we won 59 to 16. Hey, when you come up to about 20 times in one inning, you know you've done a lot of running. You ask for it. Let's see you do this. What? physical specimen than you? Hey, maybe if you jumped on the doctor's desk, you would have knocked off a few dollars. <laughs> I don't find that very amusing. I have to pay $400 because you forgot to mail my check. And I'm in better shape than you. You had to pay $400 because you're a $400 risk. I had to pay $200 because I'm a $200 risk. You think you're in better shape than me? You bet your sweet orifice I do. <laughs> Let's have a contest. You choose five events, I'll choose five events. We'll have a decathlon. Okay, what's the bet? I'll bet you the difference in our premiums, $200. All right, shake that hand, and you've got a bet. So some key visuals there. Uh, uh, Felix does a standing jump from the rug Again onto with the, the desk. desk. Yes. Again with the desk. He did yes. it. Yeah, he uh, did that before. A uh, Fat Farm episode, right? Was that the one? I think so. That's well, he's right. trying to prove that he's in better yeah, shape. Yeah, because that's the one where we see Oscar trying to do it later and he just yeah, keeps yeah, kicking yeah, the yeah, desk. Yeah. Um, so he does that. And then Oscar's way of doing it is to jump onto the <laughs> living coffee room, coffee which is much smaller, but Felix's jacket is sitting on it. Right. <laughs> so now Oscar has jumped on to Felix's jacket, which is what Felix is yelling about his jacket. And at the end, then, they're shaking hands on the bed, but they're like kind of moving closer to each other as if they're kind of like a test of strength challenge, by challenge. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's very staged. It's very staged. And, and for that matter, the whole premise, the whole like I now challenge you to <laughs> decathlon is very sudden uh, and uh, uh, contrived. But I kind of enjoy it in that way. It's almost like there's something almost self consciously funny about that. Uh, yeah, that's uh, an interesting point. I the setup I feel is contrived, as I mentioned with the whole. I'm you're more bugged by it is contrived you're absolutely right and it's all like who it's like you know when you take down the middle of a room to split oh. in half and half like that old trope right like it's it is a bit of a contrived thing somehow it doesn't bother me as much as the envelope but I see what you're saying well it's just you know the way Felix like suddenly says okay we'll have a decathlon right of course why yeah. would you suggest that um by the way there's one uh nice bit of physical comedy in Oscar's room when Felix 
this is the only time Felix says this of all the times he goes in Oscar's messy room. He says, I'm looking for a clean place to stand. Yeah. He finds one corner of the room that, that, that where you can see the rug. And then when Oscar goes looking for that envelope, he wants him to mail, he starts throwing his clothes out of the place. And then Felix goes, <laughs> there goes the last place to stand. Um, reminding me that the director of this episode is one Jay Sandrich, who oh. went on to many decades as a uh, very respected uh, sitcom director. So the new scene now is we see Felix. So now we have some exterior shots, which back up your theory that they, you know, did a lot of, they came to New York over the summer and did a lot of exterior shots. And knew stuff. what episodes they were filming for. Yeah, because yeah, these are early episodes. They had them written out. So Felix is running in his, you know, the, Felix and Oscar are training essentially for the decathlon. Felix is running in his suit with his briefcase on a New York City street. We see Oscar running but he's reading a newspaper and smoking a cigar while he's running on a basketball court. Now we go back to an interior scene. We're in the living room. Murray is holding Felix's ankles while Felix is doing sit-ups lying backwards on the chair. So his feet are on the back of the chair and his butt is on the chair and his head is off the chair and he's doing essentially an inclined sit-up. Murray is counting from 57, so we're to presume he's done 57 of these, and he stops at 60. Then Murray lets go, and Felix just falls off the chair backwards. Murray picks up a large writing surface, which looks like either cardboard or oak tag, and that has Felix's exercise schedule on it. He, Murray sits down on the couch and says, you really believe you can be Oscar? Felix says, you kidding? Look at that chart. Look where I'll be by Saturday. Murray says, yeah, but he's a sports writer. He knows how to prepare himself mentally. Felix says he was up until 3.30 this morning preparing himself mentally. Murray says, well, Joe Namath stays up late too. Felix says, Murray, there's a difference between staying up late with a girl and staying up late looking for a girl. Murray asks if he's going to do more sit-ups and Felix says, no, I'm going to run around the reservoir a couple of times. And Murray points out that it's raining. So Felix says he'll run up and down the steps of the building. At first I thought it meant the steps of the reservoir, which... I know the reservoir is going to run around because you and I grew up near it, but I, there's no steps there. So he means the steps of the building. And then Murray says, why don't you take the elevator? Uh-huh. Uh-huh, yeah. And Felix says, Murray, Murray, Murray. Okay, so Felix goes out the door to, to run up and down the steps. He sees Oscar coming in. Oscar is eating a pizza and says, go on, sucker. He asks Murray where Jack LaLanne is going. Murray tells him he's going to run up and down the stairs. Oscar then says, why doesn't he use the elevator? <laughs> so then we have this weird cut scene where Oscar walks in the kitchen. He throws his hat into the sink. And we see like a point of view shot of the hat going into the sink. Oh, I forgot. Did you that. notice that? I don't, Now that you mentioned that. It's it was really yeah, weird. I don't know. Away and everything. Right. I don't get why he's throwing it of all the messy things oscar does it's not necessarily the funniest right (laughs) or the most logical like everything else i kind of get like why he does it i just don't know why would he throw in the sink and why do we see the need yeah i guess the main point of is to emphasize oscar's nonchalant behavior contrasted to felix like totally in training and focused on this oh i don't accept that at all for this no i don't accept that i mean i'm not saying you're wrong that makes no sense to me (laughs) okay uh, he goes to get he goes to the fridge and he gets a beer and Murray says, Oscar, 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 I got to tell you everything. He usually runs around the reservoir, but it's raining out there. Oscar says the reservoir must be a mile around that thing. And Murray says it's a mile and a quarter. I clocked it. He can do it three times. Then Oscar opens the top of the blender in the kitchen and he smells whatever is in ins- whatever is inside it, which we can see is a dark red color. He asks, what is this slop? And Murray says, it's Felix's training breakfast. It's a special mixture of wheat germ, yeast, and desiccated liver powder. (laughs) It builds up his body. And then Oscar says, everybody needs pizza and beer. Now, the audience goes crazy for this line. And I have no, I'm going to curse. I have no fucking idea why. (laughs) Do they go? It's not that funny. So my thought when I'm watching, and we're going to play the next clip starting with that. When I have heard that a lot, and my thought is it's a reference to some commercial or something. It sounds that I, right. That sounds I don't right. get yeah. right. Yeah. That it's a, but I mean, finding popular '70s ads. First of all, we we know a lot of them. 
and then you should be able and to. Some, and the show has done it before. Right? Yes, we, right. We've traced certain references. I, I feel like I'm insured by all states. Right. Or I feel like an Eminem when the chairs episodes. Like it's yeah, it's a common thing. I don't know what this is. So it's, it has to be one of two things. It's a really funny line to the audience, which it can't be. <laughs> or it's a reference. And I, you Googled this, right? And couldn't find it. Right. And I Googled it. Could find it. So if the audience knows why they're laughing, if you believe it's because they think it's funny, let us know. If you believe right. it's a someone, reference. Maybe someone out there remembers an obscure commercial with that catchphrase that it's never made it onto the internet that we could google um I, say, you found what i did you find what i found hold on I, let me just say 1049pod at gmail.com is where you can email us go ahead that's true yes please email us um do you um did you get when you googled what i got which is the only hit when i in quotations when i just searched the phrase everybody needs pizza and beer was someone quoting the show <laughs> I don't recall. I remember not getting anything that satisfied me. The so only I don't hit, one hit on the entire internet was someone quoting Oscar. All Madison right. Well, that shows that it's not. I mean, that. Yeah. I just want to also reinforce that what I share your suspicion because it's it's not just a line. He delivers it with a kind of accent. You know, he he, he emphasizes everybody. Yeah. And I think it's also responding to Murray say he it builds his body. Which might, maybe if it isn't a reference and there is something inherently funny about it, I guess it's that Oscar's saying everybody, every, he's not, it's not even meant to be everybody. It's every body. Yeah, I get that. Right. But it's maybe it's a, it. maybe it's a movie line. Although yeah. that should come up in a Google. Maybe it's like, I don't know, some movie of the time, French connection or love story. I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't uh, think it's your love story. Uh, yeah, but I only, that came in my head. <laughs> I don't think when Ali McGraw is right. The only reason that occurred to me everybody needs was him. they have a love. We did a love story. The, the, the show had a love story reference yes. a few weeks ago in the yes. in the Murray in the Murray comes to dinner episode. Uh, all right, so we're going to play the next clip, and we're starting with this line, so you can hear what, what we're talking about. You can hear the audience reaction. They applaud. I think. Mm -hmm. It builds up his body. Everybody needs pizza and beer. <laughs> I don't know, Oscar. He's getting himself in very good shape. Look at that. What is that? That's his chart. Isn't that cute? <laughs> Does he give himself gold stars, too? What is that, 110 push-ups? Half of a week? Uh-uh. That was for this morning. This afternoon, he's going for 120. You saw him do that? I sure did. You're kidding me. He made this up to impress me, to scare me. Uh, 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 everything he did is right down here. I wrote it myself. You see the two? It's got the little curl on it. That's a Murray curl. <laughs> Seven. Nine. Eleven. Oscar, Felix counted by ones. I'm counting by ones, too. Up is one and down is one. Seventeen. Twenty-one. Twenty-five. Oscar, you're counting by fours now. And Felix's stomach never touched the ground. Oh, I could do it. Thirty-three. Sixty-two. Eighty-two. Put down eighty-two. Oscar, I'm a policeman. I can't falsify public records. I'll take care of you at Christmas. <laughs> You want to do some sit-ups now? What a great idea. I think I'll sit up on a couch. Oh, boy. Put down another push-up. I get to 84. Oscar, why don't you take a nice hot bath? That's a good idea. Oh, Murray. Murray, look at me. Look. I look like King Kong, and I got the strength of Fay Ray. Don't you tell Felix how tired I am. Don't worry. I'll help you. Help you. Yeah, point me to the hallway. Give me a hard shift. Go, go. <laughs> Hi, Felix. How are you feeling? Hi. Where's Oscar? He's taking a bath. Oh. Not because he's tired. It's a cleanliness bath. <laughs> Did he just go in or is he nearly finished? He just went in. Good. Oh. Felix! <laughs> Either that or bring it here. Oh, what happened? 
I guess I just overdid it. I was jogging around the reservoir when I just gave out. You don't know what pooped is until you've been overtaken by an 80-year-old woman. An 80-year-old woman? Wearing corrective sneakers. Don't tell Oscar. Oh, Felix. I would never tell on either one of you. Gee, I hate to leave, but we got a big porno raid tonight, and I gotta go home and shave. Very visual scene with great stuff there. So first, Oscar's doing push-ups. When when we hear Oscar County doing push-ups, but they're so bad. He's on his knees first of all. Yeah. He's not even <laughs> doing push-ups, and he's just moving the top of his waist up and down. Then when Felix comes home, both of them are so exhausted, and when they're not around each other, they're acting exhausted. They can barely move, but when they see each other, they perk right up. Right, which is the running gag of the scene. Is yes. He's trying not to let the others see how they're putting up a false front the whole time. Hey, one question about Felix's entrance. We just, didn't we just oh. see Felix say he was running the stairs? Right. And yet, I know there's been a cut and we were jumping ahead, but Murray's still there, so I assumed it was the same day. But now Felix is in a tracksuit wearing right. a track that he was not wearing before You're and right. apparently has run around the reservoir. Yeah interesting I, I i didn't notice that but you're right and now i can't tell which is a kind of obvious continuity from some yeah it is supposed to be the next day or something i don't know but um by the way speaking of the reservoir i do appreciate i just want to say i appreciate as you mentioned uh the reservoir being a a uh, uh an iconic place in central park in up in the 80s uh east 80s that uh anyone living there would be very familiar with and is something that people jog around so yeah it is so a very nice bit of authentic new york stuff there at one point oscar passes out on the floor behind the couch and that's when he hear felix has come in that's when he he gets up and he says he was looking for lint on the, he found lint on the floor which of course he would never pick up uncharacteristic yes um and at the end, the noise we hear is Oscar trying to open the beer, but he all he can do is flick the pop top. He, he has no strength to open it. And then they both. Isn't the second it. week in a row? We've like even last week with the ballet episode, Oscar is too. Remember, he's too tired to take his nourishment. Right. He's too weak yes. to take his nourishment. He can't open he can't the beer. Open the beer. Yeah, that is yeah. Um, and then they both fall asleep. So, it's a uh, it, it plays decently as audio because it really is about how they're communicating to each other while exhausted or not. And at the very end, they both fall. As they're about to shake hands on the bet, they pass out. That's right. Yeah, it has to be the same day. So that I think they just goofed. Well, we know continuity is a huge weak spot. So I, I always believe continuity is a problem. Yeah, this I mean, is if, a pretty clear. <laughs> you're right. And I don't know how I completely didn't think about it. Unless there's a scene, a cut scene in the middle 
that was supposed to account for it being the next oh, day. Oh, I guess so. But did Oscar's clothing change? I now I didn't notice it either. I didn't think about it because I wasn't paying attention to it. You probably don't know. Uh, I, my impression was that Murray and Oscar are wearing the same thing. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, so the next scene, we see the exterior. Well, we have a big continuity problem coming up also. Next scene, we see exterior of bull of the bull the pool and billiards hall that we saw from the pool episode. Oh, right. And now this is a scene, I guess, of Oscar's decathlon events. There's no dialogue. So we're in the pool room. We're in a montage. We're doing a montage. Yes. We see Felix trying to put the cue ball in front of the specific ball to hit it. And Oscar grabs the cue ball because it's against the rules to just move the cue ball wherever you want. Now tell me, Ted, is that not a scene, an outtake from the pool episode, from the Hustler episode? My first thought was like, I didn't bother, I must confess, I did not bother to match it, but it looked to me like they just took some footage because there's that scene in the Hustler episode where Oscar tries to teach Felix to play pool. Now you just said outtake. I don't think you meant outtake. I don't mean, I'm sorry, I don't mean literally outtake. Uh, You're right, it could have been. I don't know, and I did not go to look back. I thought about the episode I just wrote about it, but I didn't think about that it was used. That would seem very characteristic. It's a very short clip and to set up a whole new shot when they had footage of Oscar and Felix doing that. I think they used it, reused it. And then we're outside and they're playing handball. Um, Oscar's in like pants and a sweatshirt with his backwards hat on. Felix is in a white polo shirt and white shorts. Uh, Oscar serves the handball. Felix completely misses the ball. And that happens twice. Now they're walking on the street with Felix holding what I first thought was a bowling ball bag, but it's a gym bag. And they go into a building. And then we see a gym room, some sort of room for athletics with people boxing. Um, And I believe we see our old friend- Eddie Garrett. Eddie Garrett in there. Murray walks in with Oscar in that same outfit as playing handball, but now Felix is in a boxer's robe for some reason. He's actually in his orange bathrobe. That's oh, he the is? robe I recognize from scenes where he's, it's his bathrobe from home, oh. which is like, that's fine. If you, people might you bring that to the shower, to the gym. I know. I, some people do, but I, oh. I it's kind of, you know, I didn't recognize that. Bathrobe, but I guess wardrobe <laughs> didn't want to, it was too late for wardrobe to come up with something else. So Felix says, now we're going to have some real athletic events. Oscar says, what's the matter with those events? Handball is just not your game. Felix says, I give you handball, but I rather like bowling, which is why I thought, I think maybe I, he did have a bowling ball. I guess so. Oscar says, why not? You won. Felix says, yes, even though I had to use rented shoes. Okay, here comes the continuity problem. Okay. Next, Felix says, but what's this pool business? What kind of game is that? A contest that a contest to see who can stand the most cigar smoke. We had an entire episode about pool. <laughs> Felix knows all about pool. He sat in the smoke pool room right. for an entire game. Yeah. Oscar yeah. won. Yes. It is this writer, Jack Winter, clearly doesn't know about that episode, and nobody thought to say it. I just and again, as I alleged, they used the clip from that episode. <laughs> okay, I don't understand how Jack Clubman and Tony Randall wouldn't be saying cut, cut, or before the shooting. How can you have a piece of dialogue where Tony Rand- or Felix says this? We did an entire episode about that. They have to know that, especially Jack Lugman. Well, my only uh, alternative to that would be that Felix is purely exclusively questioning Pool as an as a decathlon event, questioning that what it has no business being no. in there. Okay, there would be different lines to say that when he says, "What kind of game is that?" A contest to see who can stand the most cigar smoke. It sounds like someone who's just found pool for the first time. Right. Well, you have a point. You have a point. I just don't understand how the actors didn't. He doesn't need to say that. So I how think they he, had trouble coming up with what Oscar's events would be, <laughs> frankly. Right. So because Oscar is not very uh, into fitness, so I guess his events were handball. But it, I'm not saying you can't have pools in an event. I'm saying, why wouldn't they just not have Felix talk about pools if it's the first yeah. time you played it? Well, you know why? Because Mary has a funny thing to say about it coming up. Again, you can find other <laughs> funny stuff right. to say. Get to, the, get to the Mary line. Okay. Uh, it must be in the clip because I don't have whatever he said. I don't have it. Um, he says, pool is dumb. 
Oh, yeah, it's good. D that rhymes with yeah. I had that in the next clip. Yeah. Okay. So, by the way, another smaller continuity error, and you could argue it's not, but um, there's a whole episode about bowling later, and Felix is the star bowler. That's right. So, we're supposed to believe either it's a continuity error again, that one, or we're supposed to believe that because he won bowling here, because that's what Oscar says. Now he all of a sudden likes bowling and bowls a lot. So You're maybe Todd Carney. By the time of the later episode, Felix yeah. seems like an experienced yes. bowler. So I, maybe it's not, maybe you can accept well, the logic that he discovered bowling during this bet and then went on to play it. All, all right. right. So I'll keep that right. in mind when we get to that. Episode. So now we'll play the next clip, which gets to your Murray quote. Pool is dumb, dumb with a capital D that rhymes with P that stands for two. I saw the movie once. Anyway, he beat you fair and square in tug of war. Tug of war. We used his sheets. I let go on purpose. Don't be a quiet baby. I beat you three out of four events. You want to quit now? We've got to come to my events yet, remember? What's next, man? Oscar's fifth and final event is basketball. Okay, let's go. Okay. Right up. All right. Here we go. Yeah? What do we do? You know how to play basketball? Not since grade school. You take the ball, cover it in your hand, and you just go like that and chop it back. I can do better than that. I hope so. Give me a couple of warm-up shots. Where are the laces? They don't have laces anymore. I like laces. Well, let's go. Just with the foot. Again with the foot. What is that? Stop that ball. Stop with the foot. Every show is straight. All right. Look again with the foot. First one to get ten baskets in wins. Okay. okay. What do we do? You take it out first. Okay. You've got your hands in my face. I know. We'll put them down. I'd like to shoot. Time out. Felix, he's allowed to do that. He's allowed to be rude. Some game. It's called defensive playing. You want to take a shot, get around your opponent. Come on. What's the matter now? You didn't say time in? Time in. Four out of five events. I concede you basketball. You want to quit? Are you serious? Now we come to my events. Okay, before we get to Felix's events, the 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 best visual here is the foot thing, which is <laughs> basically Felix moves his right leg by bending his knee really quickly in a really odd way before he shoots. Yeah, he has to give a kick. He his whole wind up to to shoot the basketball is is a kind of little kick he gives. Yeah, it's a little. It's a bicycle type kick thing also the basket he makes is an illegal basket because he's carrying the ball he's not dribbling the ball isn't isn't it a layup no he has the ball in his hand oh he doesn't bounce it even once no he doesn't bounce it once he travels (laughs) several steps i don't know i i don't like basketball i know very little about basketball this i know no i do know you (laughs) You can't just carry the ball anyway yes yeah yeah. (laughs) uh by the way speaking of the kick you know so this is um it also is a scene in the in the new opening credits that where they are playing basketball outside right where felix does the little kick uh pushing the basket and you know i feel i've, I've been feeling ever since the new credits we should maybe next week we should take a look at those opening credits because uh, and try to identify what uh those scenes are from and i have a theory that in the opening credits they have a, quite a few scenes of them doing Scenes that could be out of the decathlon episode, but they're outside instead yes, of inside. I, you're right. There's a scene where Oscar and Felix jump over tennis. Like they jump yeah. over tennis. I think those are from this episode and were somehow not included in the actual episode, but were used for credits. They decided to use them for the credits, right? right? But it's almost like they could have shot them in advance and then decided not to use them. And they have them playing basketball outside instead of in the gym. So, and he does hey, he does the kick, right? Yeah, because Oscar and, the kick, and, and, and Oscar points it. Yeah, yeah. So I love the bit with the the laces on the basketball, and uh, I looked this up that indeed uh, you can find these old pictures of 19th century basketball uh, with these laces on. So it looks like a football, but a spherical football. And indeed, uh, Spalding, I found out, introduced the first laceless basketball in 1932. So when Felix recalls when Felix says where are the laces he's talking about he hasn't played basketball since the 1930s when he was 10 years old well I guess yeah okay I mean at least he was alive yes yeah well yeah that's not a problem and I'm sure there were old ones still used around like in schools maybe right 
Uh, all right, so now we're going to play the clip of Felix's events, which I'll just say that I find this one of the more not it's kind of it being funny or not. It's funny. I find it an aggravating scene. And we'll talk about yeah. why afterwards. Okay. Serious. Now we come to my events. Ready, Mr. Referee? Felix's five events are all going to be run at once. What? Now this is kind of a steeplechase, Oscar. Not like those games of dubious skill you wasted our time with. This is a real test of conditioning. What's with the gloves? You don't want to leave fingerprints? <laughs> You want to get calluses? You're free to wear gloves if you want to. Oh, I like calluses. All right. Now, the first event is a walkthrough on the parallel bars. Can I have an exercise that? You walk through the parallel bars? <laughs> no, you walk through the parallel bars like this. Is that too much for you? Say so right now if it is. You're free to stop. There I am. The second event is on the mat. Handstand with an alley-oop. It's an alley-oop. Headstand with an alley-oop. Headstand and alley-oop. Oh, you say alley-oop. Yes. Followed by five perfect push-ups where the chest touches the ground. Next event, 100-pound barbell military press behind the neck. Five times. You got it? I think I can handle it. Are you sure? Because if you're not, I wouldn't want you to hurt yourself. You can do it. I'll try it. And finally, three perfect chins, the chin above the bar. Nothing to it if you're in condition. Are you ready? Let's try it. One thing, gentlemen. Anyone who fails to complete any of the events must go right back to the beginning. And may the better man emerge victorious. Okay. Gentlemen, start your engines. <laughs> Am I Just know you're still at the starting gate, old timer. <laughs> Keep with it. I love your spirit. And one, and two, and three, and four, and five, and five. Perfectly. Keep at it, I. Let's discuss what Oscar does during the contest and how completely inept Murray is at ref <laughs> at refers at refereeing Oscar, but not at refereeing Felix, right. which is what yeah, bugs me. First of all, let me just say I find it infuriating also that anyone believes that Oscar could beat Felix at the uh, that the spirit of this contest, which is that Oscar Felix's 
is a 2x better bet for an insurance company than Oscar. There's no yeah. doubt about that. Right. So the idea that there's any question about that is infuriating. Yeah, I'm going to keep using that word. Okay. So you're, you're saying you're furious. I, I, I am furious. <laughs> I guess that's what you are when you're infuriated. Um, so Oscar walks through the power parallel bars. He barely ever holds his weight on them. I think that's hilarious. It's all this is funny. I'm yes, talking I, about I know, this, but yes. please do point out the the ridiculous. Yeah. Thing. So Oscar, well, everything describing. I mean, it's hard to describe something looking funny. I'm just describing what happens because it's an audio podcast. Oscar completely cheats the hands headstand and the alley oop. He basically just lies on his back. Murray doesn't see. He this counts at all. on Murray looking away. Right. right. The push-up, now the push-ups Oscar seemed to do this time are much better than the ones he was doing before, but they're mm -hmm. far from perfect. And Felix said a perfect yes, push-up. At the barbell, Oscar does seem to be able to do that, okay? And then at the pull-ups, first he uses a stool to get <laughs> to pull himself up. And then when Murray does pull that away, it's the one thing he does. Oscar uses his feet for leverage because the pull-up bar is by a wall. It's walking up the wall. Walking up a wall. Uh Felix does really only do two pull-ups. That is correct. Yep. Um, it just it. I want Felix to win because he should win. I'm a very like justice injustice to me has yes. no gray lines. It's not fair. And the fact that Murray can't see how Oscar is cheating everywhere and focuses <laughs> so much attention on Felix and even catches that Felix did only do two right. of them. That's what I find so unfair that he he Murray. Oscar is able to quote unquote win, although to give Oscar credit, he says he yes. cheated. I that I, I'm so mad at Murray during this that he <laughs> cannot accurately referee these yes. two people in a 15 foot space doing this event. He's clearly, I, I think, you know, clearly uh, uh, Felix agreed to have him referee. And I think they should now know that he is not the man you'd want. But to how can he, referee. why is he paying so much attention to what Felix is up to? I don't know. Clearly, Felix is better is a better athlete, so you you and your interest you watch him more. But you know Oscar's the cheat. So also that's Felix is the, in the lead. Felix is ahead, and so maybe that's why his eyes on Felix. If you're a referee, you should be looking at who's more likely to cheat, as where your attention should be. Focused. Well, but Murray is you know trusts Oscar. Why? He, he cheated. <laughs> He's very trusting. He cheated from Murray. day one. He's kind of a naive, trusting person. Um, what I, so it's a it's a funny scene. It's well choreographed and it works. Like I don't know how many times they filmed that to get the timing out, but mm -hmm. the timing works. The reveal about the different insurance policies I think was a good surprising reveal. I remember the first time seeing this episode, finding that surprising. Like I didn't even think about that earlier. Well, on. I'm sure the first time I saw it when I was ten, I had no idea what they're talking about, and I still have questions about. I'd be fascinated if there are any insurance experts out there listening uh who could explain the nature of early 1970s insurance policy because so like, we're in a different world right like today oscar would have insurance through his employer that's felix, a good point felix is self-employed so i guess right he, oh that's i didn't that's really interesting policy. i didn't think about that but we're going back to the days where first of all you needed a health exam to get any insurance policy and nowadays those who give us who get it through our employers but, don't worry about so that. you're saying in that era corporations did not give I mean, there's a whole yeah the history of, of employer-based health insurance is very complicated it's like that i'm not sure when that became the standard in the 70s i think it was becoming the standard but it's yeah i, I don't know I, I, there are other i'm curious if there are any experts in this out there but clearly that doesn't apply to, to oscar who is the one who is full-time employed and but i guess they are talking about the monthly premium right and is the idea that when he says a $10,000 insurance policy, like he it, it, over, he, he fought, uh, well, <laughs> I'm not doing math live on the podcast, but you know, it's like that, what, that's what it adds up to, like how many monthly payments of $400? What I assumed was you pay $400 a month and you have $10,000 worth of insurance. Uh, you know, words, procedures like being covered. What you're dipping into to cover your expenses. Yeah. that um, I don't know if there's a... Um, if there's a deductible, yeah, but that you get $10,000 worth of covered uh, procedures yeah. and, and medical needs at that's how much is covered for the year. Right. So that basically uh, Oscar, Felix is paying for a longer, a, a, a bigger pool of money to insure. Yes. No. Right. 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 Um, there's a good callback to Lloyd 
which is yes. I don't know how uh, I love that. That's a great last line. I love. Not that. sure how Murray <laughs> yeah, met I Lloyd. I know, but it's funny. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's really funny. And then at the end, when Murray's all like <laughs> proud of himself for having insurance, he tries to punch the punchy bag and completely misses it. And it's a very funny result. So it's a really, I really hope for Murray's sake he does not get sick or injured. Also, Murray would have, he's a policeman, wouldn't Murray? You're right. <laughs> if nothing, if nobody else had employer based insurance, yeah. I would imagine the police union would Maybe it's some, maybe supplemental insurance. Supplemental. Thing that, you never know. Back then, yeah. Um, it's a, I, so I don't want my annoyance at Murray to be, to cover, to mask the fact that I do enjoy the scene. Yes. But I'm, whenever I watch it, I'm so distracted by the fact you that you kind Murray... of take you you are you are identifying with Felix. Yes. And how unfair that is. Right? Yes. Yes. That's right. I think it's questionable also that would how could Felix mix mess up like miss the last. That's a good point too. Right. However, right. I have a an explanation which is not character based. I do agree it's a flaw character based, but from the writing perspective, it it is kind of fitting because it's his hubris, right? He's one of the things I find funny in the scene is how condescending he is toward Oscar the whole time. Like, oh I love your spirit. Yeah. Keep it up while he's like, you know, marching on. And if and it would make sense that that's his tragic flaw, right? That he's so occupied with that that he he he's careless at the end. I think that's very credible that that's why that happened legitimately. Yeah. So we have a tag. Oscar's working at his desk again. Felix starts whistling and cleaning up the desk. He moves Oscar from, or Oscar gets out of his chair, which I thought was surprising to me because Felix goes to dust around that area. And I really thought Oscar would yell at him, like, don't dust now, I'm typing. But he gets up the chair and he asks, how did you jump up on the desk like that? Felix says, it's easy for me. I've got natural elevation. In high school, I was voted most limber boy. He gets voted a lot of things in high school and college. Yes. yes. <laughs> did you win any awards in high school? Oscar says, of course I did. I won an award for the best fountain monitor. I won an award for the most amiable. And I won a plaque for Nevis. Felix says, how did you win those? Oscar says, I won them in a crap game in the boys' room. And then hmm. Felix turns his head, breaks the fourth wall, yeah. and looks directly at the right. camera. For, for the second time in the... Uh, Is this a, I thought it was a... Did we already have the first time? Yes, because it's in the, the opening kitchen. credits. Yeah, we have to track that down. But that's from a later episode, I thought. Mm. Where he looked, it's where it's it's a kitchen episode. Kitchen scene. Oh, right. Maybe I don't think we've third, seen that yet. Maybe that's even a third time because I think we have discussed him doing that in another episode. Maybe we did. Yeah. Okay. So I liked the episode. I give it three out of five movies. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't laugh out loud because at it but i enjoy it the the lloyd scene the lloyd poker scene to me yeah. is the one i enjoy the most um but it's a it's a perfectly enjoyable episode three out of five murrays for me um i love this episode i give it five i am <laughs> surprised i just surprised in spite or in spite of myself or surprised myself but it, I, I can't, I don't, I'm not sure I can argue for it. I just, you know, I had one of those gut feelings like I enjoyed that one. That's a really good one. But five is not enjoyed. Well, I, I can't really, I don't find any flaws in this. Well, uh, I'm not saying you should give a five. I'm saying you shouldn't word yeah. the, you shouldn't use the word enjoyed. I don't know. I just, love. Feel, I feel you generous love. about this one. Oh, because five is you loved it. I, yes. I, I I just I think there's something it just distills the essence of Odd Couple. It's just you know, it's one of those great episodes where it's just the two of them really, you know. Uh, there's there's just Murray and the Lloyd guy, but it's really just the two of them head to head in one of these like contests with literally a contest with each other, and the physical comedy is just so elaborate and so funny in this case that it really works. It carries the episode, even though uh, there's so much that's contrived about the whole situation. Uh, but I do think they just knock themselves out, literally, uh, with all the the physical comedy, and uh, that especially Tony Randall is so good at showing off his gym his gymnast abilities. But the way Klugman, you know, performs a, a someone out of shape trying to do these things is also really funny. I also like that it is about insurance, right? It's about a real world uh, economic concern. So my interest in like how the hell does the insurance policy work in those days? is part of my interest in this. It's like, it's really getting at a, a, a kind of a mundane thing about daily life that these men have to work through. So I found that interesting. And well, not for nothing. I also like, there's one joke that we didn't, that we didn't emphasize that I just have to, 
I have to comment on, which is Murray saying, we have a big porno raid tonight. Which I'm I'm not exactly sure what a porno raid well, is. Well, I actually, I, I think in the, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, this is the thing in the 70s where I assumed it was a porno shoot. Oh, an actual shoot. I oh, thought okay. it was a shoot or a movie right. theater, maybe, or, or a show, a porno shop. You're right. It could be a bunch <laughs> of different things, but yeah. And I have to go home and shave. So things like that, just like tip it over the edge for me, you know, if I had any doubt. It's kind of just, it's a very small episode, but I just feel it's almost perfectly executed for its concept. Okay. Well, if anyone knows about 1970s employment insurance or uh, everybody needs pizza and beer, please email us at 1049pod at gmail.com. Garrett, I'm signing off with a Murray Curl. Everybody needs a podcast head. Thank you.